Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, Jamie. How's it going, Jamie? Going. It's going. I'm actually not tired today. I woke up early, had some coffee. I'm feeling good. <laughs> feeling good. <laughs> was... Oh, look at you. Hey, yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, I was up till 2 a.m. Oh, dear. Playing Spider-Man 2. Uh, and then I'm like, I should probably go to bed so I at least get six hours of sleep. So... Um, yeah, I, I was I was up late, but I I woke up and I had to take my son to skateboarding lessons, and then so I'm back and I'm all ready to go now. I'm, I've been up for like two hours, so amazing. I'm good. Uh, and then also with us always is Dennis. How's it going, Dennis? Um, pretty good. I had trouble waking up just like ten minutes ago, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't drink coffee, so I'm I'm at my best. I'm mm. ready. Let's go. I, I, You're missing I, out. I was gonna say I'm, I'm missing like, out yeah, by not drinking coffee. <laughs> I, I need coffee. I'm like, there's nope. like I even have All one of those Keurigs where you have to like pour the water in and then mm -hmm. put the cake. So I'll even like the night before just put the water in and put the cake up in just so when I get up I can just slam it down, turn it on. Like, yeah, let's go, girls. <laughs> mm. uh, Are you talking about your balls when you say that? <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm specifically talking about my balls. How did you know? Uh, I don't know. And then also, <laughs> rounding out the cast, got Dungeon Daddy Lucas. Yeah, on? or I'm just getting over COVID again, so I'm feeling okay. You're like the COVID MVP, though. You've gotten I a few times. I have. Uh, I just got back from California, so uh, going to Disneyland and stuff like that. And that's how we got it. Mm. It's because you made out with Mickey Mouse. That's why. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, oh. huh? Goofy man. <laughs> Gore. I have girls too. <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> well, let's start off with the no-cost games. These are games you get for free because you, I don't know, download from Epic and that's free, or you pay into a service like Amazon Prime. Uh, Epic uh, is giving away the Eternal Threads, which well, looks fine. 
But more interestingly is The Evil Within, which is actually a very good game mm. if you like survival horror. Um, and interestingly, next week they're giving away a game called Tandem, A Tale of Shadows. Again, eh. But they're giving away The Evil Within too. So you can actually pick up both Evil Within games over the next two weeks if you pay attention and download from Epic. Nice. So. Yeah. The first one's good, but the second one's really good. Like, I really liked yeah. the second one. Definitely. And, like, if you've played, like, Resident Evil 4, I think this the same game director worked on uh, yeah. The Evil Within. So, yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of people sleep on those games. Uh, I think they're very good. Uh, and, yeah, you can pick up both for free. But, yeah, I do agree. The second game is much better than the first uh, by a very wide margin, I think. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, these other games like Eternal Threads, I don't know. It It's a first-person story-driven puzzle game. How many of those have I gotten off of Epic Games? Like, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not a puzzle game person. I get, my life's not enough, enough of a puzzle. I don't need to be doing puzzles. <laughs> um, so yeah, coming out free, uh, yeah. You can get, pick up both. I don't know, maybe you don't want to get any of the new games and you can just play Evil Within and then play Evil Within 2 next week. I I mean, there's way too much for me to play to do that, but <laughs> if you can pull that off, that's impressive. Uh, and then Amazon Prime, as always, they have like a load of shit and like it would take us all day and night to rattle off everything. But the big thing is they're giving away... Uh, two editions of Doom 3, both Doom 3, uh, the regular whatever edition, uh, and then you can also get the BFG edition of Doom 3, so cool. Nice. I know a lot. not a lot of people probably remember played Doom 3, especially with the newer games out, but Doom 3's got its charm. I mean, it's it's not a bad game. It's just, I think it's, it's forgotten. It's definitely about. different. In, like, the Doom, like, like it's not like the other Doom. It's like the one weird Doom game, right? It's, like, horror-y yeah. and slow. And all yeah. the other Dooms are fast and twitchy. Um, it's more ambiance-driven. Yeah. Um, yeah. When that game came out, though, the lighting was so incredible. Like, we were all losing our shit over the shadows and stuff in that game. Oh, yeah. It's, it still looks pretty good, to be honest. Like, it's not bad. I was in high school, and I remember they, back in high school, they, they made you, like, uh, pair up with uh, uh, girls to do, like, the dancing in PE. Or you, like, like, you know, they teach you, like, all the different dancing styles. And nobody really wanted to be doing it, but this, we, they were doing it around the time Doom 3 was out. And uh, I was just, like, totally patient of the girl that they made me dance with. She's like, well, why are you focusing on this? I'm like, I want to go play Doom 3. I don't, don't want to be here. So, uh, twenty-ish years later, uh, I don't know. Probably I still want to play Doom Three. I'll check it out. I it's um through GOG, so you, you probably I think you have to download the GOG Galaxy app if you want to download it. But I mean, probably you have that app already, or you I don't know. Don't mind getting it. I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah, and yeah, there's like a few other games like Ghostwire Tokyo is still available on Prime Gaming. I think we've talked about this before, but that's a very good game. That's a recent game too that you can pick up for free. Yeah, um, not, not a bad deal. No, I think 
I don't know if that game sold well. I think it being available on Prime Gaming is telling us it probably didn't. But, um, yeah. So, free games. Check them out. Uh, and the PlayStation Plus ones were still up. I forget what they were, but they were halfway decent, I think, this month. So Yeah, they added a couple that I... Like, I think uh, Gotham Knights is one of the ones they've added for, like, their extra tier. Uh, so... Oh, I don't want to buy that game, but I will play it for free, because uh, why not? Um, yeah, I remember Gotham Knights. It's It's got to be one of the most monotonous games I've played in recent memory, where it's just like, go Sounds through right. and do yep. the exact thing. Yeah, don't, don't pay money for that. That game should be actually paying you to play it, because <laughs> it feels like you're doing a job. The uh, chore. <laughs> yeah, it's it was... Uh. I mean, the thing is, it's a decent-looking game, uh and the gameplay loop does have some charm but yeah it's just it's it's too much of doing the same old thing and i don't think the story ever really pays off in a super interesting way but that's just my two cents i also see it's like 75 percent off on steam too so if you really want to play gotham knights it's like 20 dollars or something like that on steam yeah so again I probably already own it, and I was eh on that. But you do you, listeners. You do you. <laughs> um, so Microsoft has officially bought Activision after all of the foreplay, the finger licking, the all that. You know, they finally got it done. Uh, finally sealed the deal, put a ring on it. Um, yeah, the. Microsoft put out this big video about like all look at all the cool stuff coming to Xbox and it was like oh just don't fuck up Hearthstone. <laughs> That's all yeah. I gotta say. Don't don't fuck up Hearthstone. Um Yeah. It's cool for Game Pass because I mean they're gonna get a shit ton of new stuff to add to that. Um, you know, beef up that library even more. Well it's funny uh, you say eventually. That, Jamie, you say <laughs> There's no Activision Blizzard games on Game Pass until 2024. So, yeah. Eventually we'll get them. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it will be after a price increase to Game Pass. Oh, it's probably. Yeah. 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 And I'm going to look take, at all the stuff we have. I'm going to take more. A, a wild guess it's going to be slightly before like holidays 2024 cuz I think Somebody like did some article on the internet, and they were saying that like a lot of subscriptions and stuff end around the holidays because people get like subscriptions for the Christmas or whatever. So, yeah, I think I think that next Christmas they'll probably do a price increase and be like, "Well, now you can play Call of Duty and uh, Overwatch 2, Even though, well, no, I don't think Overwatch Two. Well, it is free to play, but yeah. Anyways, whatever. You can. There'll be games to play. Um. <laughs> Bobby Kotick, uh, the devil himself. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everyone knows. Um, he's going to be leaving Activision Blizzard on January 1st. That's his last day. Uh, I'm sure many people are going to miss him. I'm kidding. Nobody's going to miss him. Uh, nope. <laughs> get out of here, you, you fucking idiot. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. No, he's been nothing but problematic, I think. Um and I How long know. has he been head of that studio? Like, it's been, like, decades. Right? I want to like, say it's been, like, at least like 20, 20 years or yeah. so. Yeah, it's been, like, yeah. early 2000s for sure. Uh, let's yeah. see. Hmm. Let's see if I can find it here. I want to say 2000. Well, 
2004 uh, or so? Became C- no, no. CEO of Activision in 1991. So it's been oh, even shit. longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I mean, I will be honest, he's steered them in some successes. I mean, obviously, Guitar Hero did very well for them. Uh, the Skylanders, that did very well for them. Call of Duty, like, he's managed to steer the company into a lot of great success, but obviously, also, too, there's been a lot of issues, too. Um, I don't know. He's a, he's a problematic person, uh, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's also interesting, too, because, like, I do think that he actually has done a lot of good stuff, but I just think whatever good he's done has just been marred with controversy and other shit, and at this point now, I don't think, honestly, anything he's really done that's good probably is gonna really be remembered. I think, honestly, most of it's gonna be all the dumb shit that he's done, so. hmm Unfortunately. Um... So yeah, Microsoft promises that there will be no disparity between Call of Duty versions or betas, meaning, you know, it's not like one platform's going to get certain exclusives or anything like that, or even betas. So betas will still be on all platforms, which I guess is probably a good idea. I mean, you still want to sell on all platforms to make money, so. Yeah. Um Plus, I would imagine Microsoft probably already sees that probably uh, Call of Duty probably does sell some units for them already, so the console, so I can't imagine they're probably like, we need to push more of it, like, it'll probably <laughs> sell naturally. Um, I'm trying to think of what else here. Oh yeah, and then Bobby Kotick brought in James Corden, so two people that just most people hate uh, together in a room together. Uh, <laughs> and they tease that there's a Guitar Hero revival coming. So, woohoo. Can't wait to buy another peripheral. Um, I still have my guitars from the last Guitar Hero revival. Uh, so let's not change the buttons up yet again, guys. Let's let's leave you, them so I think, can use my old guitars. <laughs> do you think they would work? I don't know if they would work. Probably I don't like... know. I don't know. It was PS4, so I mean, like, you know, it, was, it should should work on PS5, but, uh, yeah, they had, like, the white, black, uh, there's, like, three buttons, but two rows on those controllers, so. Okay. Uh, it was a little different from the standard five-button layout that they used to have, so I don't know. We'll see what they do. Yeah. I, for <laughs> one, would not mind, but I do think it's got to be more of, like, a games as a service where, like, you just, just keep giving me songs. Just keep like yeah. giving, putting new songs on. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I remember where you would get one, and it would just be like a certain set thing of songs, and they would have like DLC. I think. I think they were actually yeah. one of like the early progenitors of like the DLC back in the day for like Guitar Hero. Yeah, song three. packs for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Back when horse armor was a thing, I mean, you could also yep. get song packs for for those games. So. Yeah. The the last one they did that was it was actually like a service. They had like this Guitar Hero live channel, and you go on it, and it would just have like a bunch of music that they'd keep adding to it. Uh, and it was it was just like MTV, but you'd play Guitar Hero songs. It was yeah. weird, kind of cool. Be interested to see what they do with it this time. It definitely they'll do a service thing. I can I can almost guarantee that. It just seems. Well, like, I think even Just Dance has kind of moved to that, too, where, like, yeah. you, you buy the game, but then they also have, like, 
a service where they update with new songs. So, like, Makes even sense. If, even if you're looking at like the most recent, yeah, like I would say competition or like the closest analog to Guitar Hero, yeah, Just Dance, they're still doing that. So we'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, or maybe they just be like, you can just plug your phone into the guitar, and that's how it works. That would be. Dumb. Oh man, I would hate. Please that, don't do actually. that. Don't do that. <laughs> I need a physical button. I, I need that. Okay. Well, that's it for Activision, Blizzard, Microsoft. Um, I'm sure there will be more to come, but that's they're, they're hitting the ground running. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm sure right now they're going to wait until stuff comes out and then we'll start seeing some new announcements and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Santa Monica Studios rumored to be working on a new God of War half sequel or DLC to Ragnarok so it's undetermined what exactly it's going to look like is it going to be DLC or is it going to be like I think there was a for Uncharted they did like a separate kind of like yeah, yeah half sequel yeah that was that was that one that you played as what's her face uh, I can't think of her name but yeah that one the memorable <laughs> characters from the Uncharted yeah. franchise I can't think of why can't I think of her name the the chick the oh god Chloe Chloe thank you yeah yeah, yeah that's it <laughs> uh, <laughs> no I'm just joking because like I I honestly like I do think those characters are largely forgettable but. The yeah, actual the, the thief chick. <laughs> they the, that little DLC side story was actually decent, um, but I mean, I think like Last of Us, there was um, the one where Ellie was with uh, the girl that she was that she liked. Like yeah. that's kind of a similar thing, I think, where it's like it's not quite a full sequel or prequel, but it just kind of is like a little side story. So. I think I Miles Morales also falls into that category because it was not really a full Spider-Man sequel. It was kind of like a 1.5. So I think if they do something yeah. similar to that with God of War, maybe they'll do it with like Atreus, and that's what you do. Um, you'll just play as Atreus the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So I know people were like, I'm going to have to play as Atreus and Rake Rock all the time. And then it was like, no, <laughs> you still got to play as uh, Kratos, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't... Yeah, I think Atreus would make the most sense. Um they wrap up the story in Ragnarok in a way that probably, I mean, leaves open for more, but I don't see that being what they're going to do in the half sequel. I think that we would just save that for God of War 3. Exactly, yeah. Whatever that ends up being called. So, cool. Uh, I can't wait to find out more. Uh, You can now pre-order playstation's accessibility focus controller called the access it launches december 8th or december 6th sorry for 89.99 um yeah it's for people obviously who have some issues with the accessibility and stuff uh there's been like a lot of like these third-party controllers out there but i think sony is one of the few that has like their own first party ones which i think is very good yeah Um, good on them yeah Hmm. I'm looking at the controller now, and... It's like a big it, wheel, right? Like a big round? Yeah. yeah. So, it's customizable, so you can kind of, like, take it apart and move it around based on what your needs are. Um, and yeah, just generally. it It's weird, because it doesn't look like any kind of conventional controller, but obviously, you know, people with 
whatever mobility issues or whatever are going to have uh, issues with a regular controller. So this just allows uh, more people to play games, which I think is by and large a very good thing. So rock on. Yeah. Um, I do wish it was a little cheaper, personally. So <laughs> these mm. people already have a hard enough time. You're charging almost $100 for a controller. But, I mean, it does look like it's got some decent tech behind it. So, uh, uh, And, you know, something tells me it probably is still cheaper than some third-party options out there. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's not too bad. But, um, yeah. If, you have, if you've been having issues playing with a regular controller, you can... Um, pick this up it does look too like even in the um in the console itself you can actually like program and set up a profile um obviously like most people like if you play like on the steam deck or something like that you're probably used to like creating controller profiles but yeah you can set something like that up with uh playstation i even saw too like you can even like turn on like levels of sensitivity and other stuff so yeah just looks a very good step in the right direction for allowing more people to play games so um all right and then sony patents a new kind of ps5 controller with headphones inside wow like so you just store your headphones in the controller and then you take them out or, or yeah they like just, they're like connect to the controller and they're always inside it and you so, pull them out like it sounds like, you know, those wireless earbuds that come with like the little portable case, you yep. can put them in to charge yep. them. It would yep. be like the charging case would be your controller. So yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's kind of what I was getting from it. That's cool. Yeah. I yeah. guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess in my mind, I'm like, if you're that into uh, PlayStation that you want to have your, your headphones in your controller, sure. I think most people probably are fine using whatever Bluetooth headphones they already have. But I think if maybe you don't have any, this might be a decent get, depending on the price too, right? Like if it's a reasonable price between picking up a controller and getting the headphones, something tells me it's not. Something tells me like you you can probably (laughs) find some relatively decent headphones on like Amazon and a PS5 controller for less, but we'll see. Um I still 250 bucks just you want yeah like I, I i don't know something tells me if you really crunch the numbers on this it probably would just be cheaper to like get whatever like anchor headphones off amazon uh shout out to anchor i like their headphones they're very good um yeah but it's i mean i guess it's kind of cool because like hypothetically say you're somebody that like plays games and you usually have headphones in because i don't know maybe you don't want to disturb your mom or I don't yeah <laughs> you know if you're if you, like that's how you almost singularly <laughs> play games then yeah having everything all charging in one place makes sense too but yeah as long as I don't need an extra dongle uh that would be cool if, if I still have to like put a goddamn USB dongle in to use this the headphones that charge in my controller then it's just what why they even bother well, you would hypothetically think that, like, it would just use the same <clears throat> USB-C to charge both. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, like, obviously, if you're charging your headphones, it's going to take down the battery life of the controller. Like, I'm wondering, would there be a separate battery 
that you'd be charging for the headphones. Mm-hmm. But a lot of questions, not enough answers. <laughs> uh, Sony's just rolling out with new hardware across the board. Uh, well, they announced the PS5 Slim, which lulls. I'm right. like, I still got the big bulky boy. Um, mm-hmm. Big beefer, yeah. Yeah, he takes up a lot of space, but it's okay. We love him nonetheless. Uh, but the, there's been specs that came out for a PS5 Pro. Um, so, obviously, we, PS5 still still looking pretty decent, I gotta say. Like, some of the games still look really great on it. But this PS5 Pro would add a new graphics card. Uh, although, maybe potentially an issue, it really doesn't change the CPU much. Uh, and that could potentially probably be a little iffy, but... We don't know for sure what the CPU actually looks like, but it does look to be like not quite enough of a difference to really support the new GPU. But this is all yeah, it's like a real minimal upgrade, like like slightly faster clock speeds or something like that. And that was about I, it. Personally, I don't think we need a PS5 Pro. That's just no. me. <laughs> like the PS5 still like okay, it made sense with the PS4 and the PS4 Pro because the PS4 4 could not support 4k so ps4 pro that was like a very clear thing the most you could do is do 8k but i think the ps5 already can do 8k and even then i don't think most people have an 8k tv probably won't for like the next five ten years anyway so yeah um that just kind (laughs) of seems like a big like hmm i guess i don't know maybe I don't know. I was going to say, like, maybe just toss in the VR or something. Like, There you go. I don't know why that... That seems like a no-brainer to me. Like, if you want to do, like, a new way of think, just do a bundle that bundles together the VR because then you get more VR headsets into people's home. But I get the impression with Sony that they're not that invested in VR as much as they like to think they are. Yeah, I mean, they've showed, like, VR stuff at, like, the last couple showcases, I think. But, like, I don't know how long that's going to last because the sales aren't there. Like, I don't think the VR headset's selling. (laughs) No. Like, I was thinking if you, like, just did a bundle where you just included it all together. And then, at the very least, people will start buying games because they have them there. But Right. I, I also just wonder how much people really care about VR. Personally, I'm, like, the fad's over for me. I... I don't think I really care that much about VR, but I mean, they still come out with games for it, so. I think the tech is still a ways away from it being like super, super mainstream, but it's getting better. Like, it's gotten better. Like, the the small advancements they've made since like the original Oculus dropped and everything, like, it's gotten leagues better since then, and it's probably just going to get smaller and easier and cheaper to do, Um, so. 100%. We'll see. Yep. Yeah. That's uh, it. The price of the VR. That's the biggest issue. Yeah, yeah, it's not cheap. I mean, it's it's still cheaper, I think, than it was, you know, back when the Oculus first launched. But it's it's uh, significantly more expensive to buy that and a PS5 than it is to just buy the PS5 and forget about it. I think the problem will always be like, it it's very hard to position it as like a must-have item when most of the games they have are like party games or whatever else yeah or like 
you know, it's not like when I buy Spider-Man 2 for PS5 that, like, it's an essential part of playing that game. And I'm not saying it should be or it, it, whatever, but, like, it's never, it's never being pushed as, like, you need this to play games. Uh, I think, like, the only real time that I think a lot of people felt like there was a super big reason to get VR was maybe for Half-Life, Alex. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, the killer apps are not... There's not enough of them yet, I still... Like, there's some really cool ones, but, like, a lot of them are still shorter games and not, like, the big, grand, AAA things that people really want to see. Yeah. Um... Alright. A new Grand Theft Auto could be coming to Netflix games. So, if you don't know, Netflix, the mobile app, they let you download and play some games um most of them suck <laughs> but uh yeah uh there was a report from the wall street journal saying that uh yeah both uh take two interactive and netflix are apparently discussing plans to put a, a grand theft auto game on netflix's game service uh you know of course, I'm sure some people are like, GTA 6 coming to Netflix. Uh, probably not. Uh, <laughs> you know, probably more a 2D top-down game, like how the games kind of started out. Or, I mean, would also be pretty easy to just port, like, GTA 3 or GTA Vice City over to the Netflix games app. But, I don't know. Probably not as big of a deal as most people are assuming, but... Still interesting that they're kind of working together on this. They want to get into cloud gaming too now. I hear. Mm. Yeah. Like, I mean, as a person who actually fell onto the cloud gaming bandwagon, I uh, I don't know. I'd be curious to see how their services because right now, like I think, besides the obvious, what games are you able to play on this? cloud streaming service and there's what like three three now four maybe three including the new netflix one yeah well i guess there's some little smaller players but it's all about that performance and experience and the latency so i feel like this is really the only way they can compete other than like the titles they can run but i imagine most people run the same titles yeah i'm curious like I, i welcome another player in this space but I don't know if Netflix is it. <laughs> Good luck, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Netflix invested like a billion into their game service. And I mean, have any of us played a game on their service yet? I haven't. No. 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 I imagine they probably are like freaking out. <laughs> they put a billion dollars into this and nobody's really playing any other games yet. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure people are chomping at the bit to play Love is Blind the game, but uh, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it just hasn't really hit like they, I think they expected it to. So, mm. um, yeah, like obviously a GTA would be a very big push. So, plus, Netflix and Take Two are both companies <laughs> known for just throwing money at stupid things. So, I mean, it just seems very like. It seems like something they, they would both do. So maybe it leads to a GTA show on Netflix. Oh my gosh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> maybe it'd be like one of those choose your adventure games. 
Netflix like, does Ender Snatch. Yeah, like those it, kinds of interactive yeah. movies. It's like, do you hijack this car? Yes or no? Then you do, and you're like, I don't know. The guy shot me. Shit. Makes sense. Those are like FMV <laughs> games. Yeah. Oh. Sure. You know, Grand Theft Auto will remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh. We're getting the next Halo campaign uh, that's reportedly in development at 343 Industries. Uh, <laughs> they're, uh, I think, uh, you know, recovering still a little bit from uh, the disaster that was uh, Halo Infinite. Um, but moving onwards, onwards, I don't know where the Halo franchise goes from here, to be honest. Um, I don't know. Do we a remake, it? of course. I mean, they've kind of already remade the first game. Do you remake it again? I don't know. Oh, yeah. You just remake that shit all over again. And also, hypothetically, you could make the argument that Halo Infinite pretty much was like a remake. Anyways, I mean, it looked very similar to Halo 1 in a lot of ways. Obviously, it was like open world and stuff. It's kind of a shame because actually I did think Halo Infinite had some cool ideas and stuff. It's just... I think that the problem with that game is they over-promised and under-delivered. There was a lot of stuff that they never mm-hmm. did come out with. They said there was going to be co-op. That never came out. Like, it just, it was quite an underwhelming experience of a game, so. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to say this. Just make it fully co-op. Make me have to play with people. <laughs> there you go. You can only play co-op. You can't even play yeah. single player anymore. They'd love that. I'm sure that wouldn't go poorly for them at all. <laughs> no. The problem is, is that they lost Bungie. Without Bungie, Halo is just not going to ever be the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I thought Halo Five and Four were pretty decent. Those were pulled without Bungie. Uh, they weren't like amazing, but they weren't bad. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. You're talking about things like Halo Three, which was like everybody's go-to multiplayer back in the day. So right. Yeah. Like, even when Bungie would make some, like, off-Halo games, like Halo Reach or Halo ODST, they, they were still interesting. Even if they weren't, like, as good as Halo 2 or 3, like, they were still decent games. It What I think it basically is, is that they own that game. They brought that game up from, like, you know, the dirt up. Yeah. So they care about it more. Like, if you, if you made, like, uh, your own video game let's say you were like you 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 bust ghost or whatever you want to want to put you would care about that game whereas like you give it to some other studio they just don't give two shits it's like um what do you make uh movie games nobody really wants to do that they want to make their own video game right they want to make their own character so that's probably what the problem is yeah Mm. cool um i yeah I think, like, honestly, I think if they leaned more into, like, the multiplayer side of things, that would be the best way to go about it. Like, I don't know if we even need a single-player Halo game. No. Don't. I know they'll say we do, but, uh, to be honest, I would be fine if they did, like, a not full price, like, $40 Halo multiplayer game, and then you could just get DLC for it or whatever. Like, I don't need single-player what the fuck are you going to tell me about the Master Chief? Like, oh, he had a son this whole time. Like, fuck off. I don't need that shit. <laughs> Did you know Battlefield has a single-player mode? I didn't. Nah. I don't think most people play that. Like, 
I think with like the last Call of Duty game, I barely touched the single player. I mostly just played multiplayer. And that's it. That's fine. Like I know what I'm getting into when I play that game. I think Halo just needs to make that acknowledgement. I think they still worry so much about the single player experience. I think they just got to be like Call of Duty and just be like, it's there if you want it, but fuck it. Like, <laughs> you're, you're here to shoot your friends or 12 year olds <laughs> in the face. Just have at it. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Like, they tried, they made the uh, the Halo multiplayer free to play last time. I like that was cool for a week until people got bored of it. Um, I don't know. I, I want Halo to do well. I want it to be a good franchise, but I don't think it wants to. I think it wants to hold itself back. Anyways. Uh, Hearthstone, Shadow, or Showdown in the Badlands. Uh, <laughs> so, funny story about this is it got leaked because somebody updated the merch shop on the Blizzard website and put out a bunch of like shirts and shit that. saying, like, uh, Showdown in the Badlands please. is coming. And, uh, and then suddenly... Blizzard was like, oh, we're, we're teasing an announcement. Everyone's like, you, you're talking about the announcement that you had leak on the merch, right? Like, we all fucking saw the logo. And yeah, sure enough, they announced it. Ah, it's coming November 17th, I think. November 17th or 14th. I can't remember exactly, but it's a new, new Hearthstone expansion. Looks interesting. Uh, some cards already got leaked. This whole thing is just getting leaked, and it's, I just find it hilarious because whoever's running the sh show over there is just like, <laughs> like I guess it's now it's technically Microsoft, and just already this is the first expansion for Hearthstone under the Microsoft umbrella, and we're getting fucking leaks of cards and shit. I'm like, this wouldn't have happened before. Just saying, but yeah, like <laughs> we already know there's like a Reno Jackson hero card coming. Uh, the second one we've already gotten a hero card for Reno already, but yeah. So I just want to be a cowboy. It, just give me like you know Red Dead Redemption, and I'll I'll, I'll buy a pack. I haven't played Earthstone in since all oh, that freaking water patch. The I can't remember the name of it. Did the water level kill you? No, it's just that after <laughs> the other uh, the next one after just kind of sucked, and I just stopped playing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I play just because, but... I wasn't talking to you, Alexa. <laughs> I, I keep my Alexa on my work desk, and every so often it just thinks that I'm talking to it. I'm like, no. I'm not talking to you. Um, yeah. So, this one is, yeah, very Outlaws, cowboy theme. Looks interesting. Um... There's like a new mechanic called excavate where you can like use cards to excavate and the further down you get, you get some additional treasures and then depending on how far down you get, you, some, get, you get some pretty cool cards if you keep excavating. Um, yeah. And then there was like a quick draw mechanic where like if you draw the card and use it the same uh, turn that you draw the card, you get some added effects and stuff. So I don't know. It's Hearthstone. It keeps on stoning but looks interesting looks fun uh i'm just saving up my gold so i can get the, as many packs for free as i can <laughs> and then last bit of news <laughs> this one might sting a little bit because i know most of us played this game uh second extinction is being shut down never even left yeah. early access 
I heard, saw that news and I'm like, oh, I remember that game. <laughs> Sucks for these guys because it was very well polished even when we were playing it. I was yeah. surprised how polished yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. Just, I just think it's sad it never left early access. Like, it's kind of yeah. Um, but it was like if you don't know the game, it was like Left 4 Dead but with dinosaurs. Basically, it was it was fine. It was a right. fun little game. Uh, we played a little bit of it because uh, we all got review copies and yeah I remember playing it I was like this game's decent I don't, I'm not going to play it every day but it was decent right. enough but yeah right. can you be the dinosaurs I think you that, could, that's... could I think you could could you the dinosaur with a certain class or something I, I can't remember exactly but yeah I think I think there was one that could control dinosaurs I think I'm not 100% on that but I'm fairly certain there was at one point a dinosaur being controlled Anyways, you know what this means is we the the market is clear for a Dino Crisis remake. So yep, there's no more dinosaur games on the market. So guess what? You got just come on in and, and do that. Okay, um, let's get on with uh, what we've been playing. Uh, I'll start us off. Spider Man Two. The Spider-Man 2, finally out. Uh, I think, I I don't think this is an understatement. I think it's like one of the most anticipated games of the year. I think a lot of people are looking forward to this. Um, There's a couple things that my main takeaway uh, so far. Uh, For one, the game looks mostly great. Uh, There are some faces in this that look like PS1 graphics. I'm looking at you, Genki. For some reason, Genki looks like shit. I don't know if it's just me. I'm pretty sure it's not. I'm pretty sure other people playing the game will notice that Genki maybe looks like garbage. But, yeah. Uh, it also seems very short. Uh, I was doing... I finished a, a mission, and then, out of curiosity, I didn't, like, spoil anything for myself, but I just wanted to see, because the game has 32 missions, and I looked, and I'm on, like, the 18th or 19th mission, and I'm like... I've only been playing in the game for like 15, like maybe 12, 15 hours. Like, I'm like, is this going to be a very short game? Like, I don't know. I'm a little worried. Like, is this, I got a lot of time out of Spider-Man 1. I still think it would probably be longer than Miles Morales, but I'm just surprised. I'm like, man, I've been like just going through the game pretty easily. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the gameplay though is good. Uh, this time you split your time between, uh, Peter and Miles. And I would say for the most part, the game is pretty forgiving for letting you play as whoever you want to play. There's like a few moments where they're like, you've got to be Miles or you got to be Peter. In particular, there's certain like side quests that you just can't do unless you're one character or the other, which I find kind of hilarious. Cause I'm like, the game tells that they're like a pair they're working together. So it's like. For instance, there's like these prowler stations that only Miles can do, and I'm like, wouldn't Miles be like, "Hey, Peter, if you see somebody's prowler station, won't you? Couldn't you help me?" But I'm like, apparently not. Apparently, only Miles can do the prowler stations. Um, traversal in the game is so much better than it's been oh, in previous yeah. games. Like, like the fast travel is good. Like. So, depending on how many, like, side missions you take in a given area, you unlock fast travel. You can literally fast travel to any point in that Anywhere. S- section on the map. 
Like it's not like it's there's a... nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. It's fucking insane. When yeah. you yeah, <laughs> like, I I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Like you can literally point to any point on the map and be like, fast travel here, and within like, I would say two to three seconds. You're, yeah, you're there. It's it's crazy fast, and yeah. it is crazy like how you could just pick where like that what what a fucking time to be alive uh <laughs> to, to fast I mean, travel any point on a map <laughs> i've gotten a little frustrated because every time i go to the fast travel it's like you get fast travel when you're on a call i'm like it's like i fucking back out wait till mj saves her fucking piece and picks <laughs> up the phone and i'm like okay now yeah. it's a fast travel so that's a little annoying but yeah like the the tech behind it is incredible i i think it's great that yeah you can like just load anywhere on the map. It makes doing side quests and stuff so much easier because yeah. now instead of like having to swing around everywhere, which honestly I was fine doing in the first game, now you can just point and be like, I'm going to go here, and then I have less traversal to get to where I need to go. So I've honestly, like, even just taking a break from story stuff, I've just been like doing side quests so I can unlock fast travel in all of the districts. So it's just going to make it easier for me when I inevitably have to do some story stuff or if I want to do finish the side soup quest, which I think I'll, I'll do. Um, but yeah, um, the story is okay. I don't think it's as emotionally invested as the previous one. I think the first game had like a really great story with Doc Ock and like, uh, you know, what happens with Aunt May I won't spoil it, but yeah. Um, I thought there was some really emotional beats to the first game. This one, it's... I don't know. It, it, I don't know. I'm waiting for the payoff on some of these moments, but there's a lot of stuff where I'm just like, hmm. Yeah, I haven't quite pulled me in like you did with the last game, Insomniac. Mm-hmm. Uh, suits are back. They brought some back from the first game. and Well, they brought some in from Miles Morales, too, which was good, too. Um, for instance, like I like the Purple Rain outfit for um, oh, yeah. Miles. So I saw they brought that back. I'm like, great. That's, that's one of my favorites. So um, The whole if- suit system now, though, like you can upgrade like the color. Like there's a suit and then there's like sub colors you can unlock. So there's yeah. like different palettes, which is kind of awesome. Like so they give you way more options now. It's not on all suits, but yeah. Right. Like, I, that's the other thing, too, is I was like, hmm, couldn't you have done that with all? Like, I don't know. I, yeah. Also, too, it, there's been some weird stuff where, like, sometimes there'll be, like, a cutscene or whatever, and it'll show, like, Spider-Man in the advanced suit that, like, is the default suit in the game. And I'm like, couldn't you just show me the one that I put on? Like, was that that yeah. hard to do? Or, like, phone calls with Peter, it's like... Sometimes they'll just have, like, whatever regular advanced suit. I'm like, I put on a different outfit for him. I don't know. It just kind of takes me out a couple times where I'm like, I was kind of hoping to see see actual the Peter that I've been playing as yeah. in those phone calls. But feels uh, like you could patch that to fix it pretty easily. Like just, I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, good boss battles so far. Um. The game starts you off with a boss battle, which I think is pretty pretty ballsy. Um, yeah, pretty good one too, actually. Like a really interesting way to start the uh, story. So, um, yeah, I still haven't beaten it. I I I know I'm getting close to the home stretch because, like I said, I'm like 
done the 18th mission out of 32, so I'm closing in on the on the last of it. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I I'm hovering between like an eight or a nine. There are some issues I have. It's just I don't know how much it really like drags it down for me. But I mean, it's it's in some ways better than the first game, but in some ways it's not as good. Um, also, I'm just like really tired of the hunter packs. <laughs> it's like compared to the first game where it was like there was a few different enemy varieties, and this one it's like there's the hunter packs, there's the Sandman, uh, Sandman people that you you only fight in a particular side quest. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, I'm like mm, I'm kind of getting a little tired of the hunter packs after a while. Like I was kind of hoping there'd be like maybe a few more like uh enemy kind of variety types that you'd get but yeah so i don't know uh, maybe i'll just go with an eight i think i'm at an eight um it's still good it's just i don't know there's certain small little things from the first game that they're kind of missing that kind of would have made it better for me mm. um but i will say the uh without spoiling too much <clears throat> the spider-verse stuff in this game is fucking wild so when you start that subquest or side quest just see it all the way through just just stop what you're doing and, and finish it because it's very rewarding nice um i've also been playing life of delta which is a point of click adventure game out on the playstation 5 uh it was out on pc and the switch but i think it's now only coming to ps5 it's a gorgeous point-and-click adventure game, kind of reminiscent of like the old LucasArts adventure games. Uh, you go and collect key cards and other stuff and solve puzzles. And uh, compared to another adventure game that I didn't like as much, uh, Life of Delta is both gorgeous and it's very interesting with different puzzles that you have to solve. Um, yeah, I'd give it like an 8 out of 10. I do think it maybe gets a few points where it gets a little stagnant and, and I kind of wish the game would maybe like do a little bit more to like give you hints and stuff. There was a few points where I just didn't really know what was happening and it seemed like the solution was a little tough. And like, I know sometimes with puzzle games after a while, they'll be like, Hey, like just wander on over here. And you'll find something. Uh, I kind of wish it was a little better at that, but yeah. Um, still a fun little puzzle game. I think it would be very good for uh, people with kids who maybe want to give them something a little challenging to play aside from Fortnite. Um, so, yeah. Life of Delta. Out on PS5. Uh, the other adventure game I've been playing is uh, Detective Pikachu Returns. Uh, last time I played, I had just uh, started the game. I have now finished it. And, um, yeah. Like I say... This is a very disappointing game. This is, uh, no. yeah. So, uh, I'll say this. If you've seen Detective Pikachu, the movie, you know how this mm -hmm. game ends. Um, mm. it, it very clearly, I think a lot of people were kind of like, this is going to be the ending of the game, right? Uh, sure enough, you play through the game. It's this big mystery. I guess some spoilers for Detective Pikachu Returns slash the movie Detective Pikachu, but... Um, you play through the game and you're like, oh, I wonder what's going on with this Pikachu. Why is he talking to me? And why does he sound <laughs> like my dad? <laughs> and then you find out that Mewtwo merged the consciousness of the protagonist's dead dad into the Pikachu and to put 
the Pikachu, like swap consciousness, like basically put the Pikachu's conscious in, into uh, the dying dad. Uh, and it was going to make it temporary, but then it became kind of permanent. And yeah, it's just, it's a very, like I said, if you've played Detective or if you've watched the movie, you kind of already knew how this was going to go. So like the whole time it's like, oh, here's Mewtwo. And oh, what's, where are we going with this story? I'm like, I saw this all play out in the movie. Like, it's it's not that exciting. Uh, and the puzzles are really easy. Like, almost too easy. Almost all the puzzles kind of boil down to, like, options A, B, or C. And if you choose the wrong one, it just tells you to go choose the other one. It's it's uh. not challenging at all. Like, I think even children would probably be bored by this. Because there's just no challenge to this. Um, yeah, I don't know. And even the graphics are really hit or miss. Like, there's some where... It honestly looks like 3DS level graphics. Uh, there are certain moments, like there's little like portraits of characters while they're talking that look really nice, but everything else just kind of looks a little dull and uninspired. Uh, kind of reminds me a little bit too much of yeah, like a 3DS game. Um, I don't know. I I'm I'm gonna give this a six. I think this is actually quite disappointing. Uh, it's also very short too. Uh, considering the price of what you pay for this, I don't think it's worth the time or challenge that they're they're presenting so i don't know yeah i'm giving this a six out of ten this is actually quite a disappointment uh the, the only other game of complain is i reinstalled age of empires 2 hd the age of kings because i don't know i was like i haven't played age of empires <laughs> in a while i'm gonna play that and age of empires is fun i i don't play it nearly often as much as i should but it's a fun game Good little RTS action. I, I kind of want to play Frostpunk again. I don't know. I'm just craving some RTS action mm-hmm. lately. So I might reinstall Frostpunk and play that again. So You should play Warhammer 2, I think it is. The one with a bunch of fucking dinosaurs. Okay. That's the one I played, and oh my god. That one, oh, that was a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, I was gonna play Mario Wonder, but I never got a review code. So, <laughs> anyways, uh, cool. Uh, that's all I've been playing. Uh, Dennis, what about you? What have you been playing? Not a whole lot new, unfortunately. But uh, the only one new game that I tried out uh, is a very short one. Short indie game, super narrative driven. It's called Adios. And it's about a guy saying goodbye. It's an old fella, runs a ranch slash farm. And you, I don't know. I think like you could miss it if you don't pay attention. But in the very first scene, you're telling this dude in a suit that you want to quit. And what it is, is you'll realize that through this conversation at some point, he'll like toss something like package from the back of this van into like your pig's pen and basically what you're doing uh apparently up to now in this story is you're just helping the mob get rid of dead bodies by feeding them to your pigs uh and you don't want to do it anymore um but i think again this this very much a short narrative driven game and by short i mean like really short it's like two hours long i think um, but it is fully voice act, which honestly is like top notch. The voice acting really sells the game. Um, and there's a few little like interactive mini games, such as like 
Um, and I think they kind of teach, they're more just so you don't get bored listening to the story mostly, but they're things like you can like toss horseshoe ring rings, uh, as you like hang out with this guy for like the last day as he tries to like convince you not to quit. Um, and then, you know, you're like uh, basically spending most of a day with this man that you're telling, Hey, I want to stop doing this. Um, but you are clearly like friends, right? So you've been doing this for a long time and you're this old man who just seems tired. And then as the story goes on, you kind of hear from the voice acting and you learn a bit more from the story as you go about your day doing very mundane things like milking the goat with him. And like, you know, eventually he leaves and you can do like some fishing. You call your son who clearly hates your guts uh, for whatever reason. So you kind of learn these things. But I won't spoil the uh, any further than that. I won't spoil any endings, but um, effectively, it's just a, a nice little short story about this old man who's had enough. And you kind of can imagine how it plays out in the end. But it does seem like there are multiple choices in terms of how you deal with it. Um, but it's very much just you're there. You're there to experience a story um the main the characters are what you're really playing the game for and it, it's it's a really short game like i said so i think it's like um something if you wanted to just blast through for two hours even maybe an hour if you start skipping dialogue um it's a it's not bad i think um the devs who made this made um this other i can't remember what else they made but they did a uh, another sort of indie game before they did this one. Um, but it was also sort of a popular game. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Nah, not really. But anyways, it's it's a solid game. I think for what it is, it, it delivers very well. Um, I don't I wouldn't pay anything more than like 10 bucks for it, honestly. Um, but Still, I think it was an interesting play. So, solid like 7 out of 10. And then the most I've been spending my time on are the still the two same games I've been playing before. I did start, finally, Phantom Liberty in Cyberpunk. Uh, the DLC aspect, because I did start a new save and I finally got to the part where I can start it. And boy, I am so impressed so far. I haven't even played through most of it. Like, I haven't even met Idris Elba yet. So... But still, like so far, it's amazing. It's just so well done. Um, I'm playing this like melee character who uses that <laughs> that dildo weapon that you get. <laughs> Spoiler, I guess if you don't know, but if you like, eventually you can like text. I think Meredith is her name, the corpo chick from the very beginning of the game, who you could yep. potentially negotiate with when on your like first mission. Um, she texts you, uh, to have a, uh, conversation at a motel. And at the end of it, you, uh, can pick up this legendary iconic weapon, which is just a dildo. So I've been using that ever since I got it. What? <laughs> it's amazing because I just keep upgrading it and I put all my skill points and stats into just like melee and like my, um, cyber 
modifications are all sort of like melee and armor based. So I, I'm just this crazy man and it's hilarious to me because I just imagine like all these gangs and like corporations like, yeah, and have you heard about the legendary dude who like runs around with a dildo and kills everyone with it? Yeah, I, I'm that guy. It's hilarious to me. So I've been having lots of fun. And in the beginning, it's a tiny bit of a spoiler, not really. It's just one of the first boss fights in this Phantom Liberty. And again, I literally just started it. So it's right in the beginning. Is you fight this giant prototype. Um, like, it's huge. It's like this giant prototype mech uh, drone thing. Um, looks like a four-legged giant spider with, like, gun mounted to it and a giant laser and stuff. It's huge. Um, yeah, I managed to take that thing down with a dildo. So... This game is so far a 10 out of 10. It's amazing. I love it so far. The voice acting is fantastic, again, as usual. Again, I can't wait to meet Idris Elba in the game. Uh, so that'll be the next thing. But like, they've really improved the game as a whole with their 2.0 update. Um, this Phantom Liberty, the writing so far has been amazing. The character has been really interesting. Um, it ties into the main story again, so it doesn't feel like I'm like transported into some random um just like disconnected part um which despite the fact that it's sort of a disconnected part from night city um it's if you don't know it's this own sort of like quarantine area that are run by this sort of separate um group um called dogtown and there this this dogtown area is very limited access and you can't enter it until you start the DLC and you can't leave until a certain point in the DLC. So yeah, um, really good. Really good. Highly recommend Phantom Liberty. Um, uh, highly recommend Cyberpunk now as a whole, honestly. So I, I honestly think this is now so good that I think it's beaten my favorite game of all time, Witcher 3. So this is like probably my new favorite game of all time. Um, that's how much I like it. Wow. yeah and honestly i am willing to give it like a 10 out of 10 so far we'll see maybe i'll change that score at the end of the dlc um but i'm also kind of curious how the dlc changes the endings you get for the main game anyways i've still not decided whether i'd do that maybe i'll just finish the dlc and i'll stop playing cyberpunk and move on with my life but yeah uh what else have never I been playing? oh yeah what was that never just keep playing it just keep playing it just I keep mean... going that's true. I, I wait until you're like the last person playing it. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, there's yeah, they, they've added some new stuff as well in terms of like, obviously, there's new side missions. And I just did one that was hilarious as well. You get like these two cops who are like kind of uh, corrupt cops and they were trying to like sell some dope and they really fucked up. And you got to like save them because they're like one of them's fiance is a client who's like trying to get you this gig, uh, trying to get you to help them out. But like it, the, the writing, I think, is just top notch in this game. It's my favorite part. Maybe I'll um, actually buy it now because like I have a I think PS5. Yeah, like uh, it's on sale. Get it on I'm sale. Ever so yeah, often. get it on sale. Yeah. Get it in a bundle where like DLC comes with. Because I, I definitely, it's like The Witcher Three. Like the DLCs are so good, you really should get them. Um, and same thing here. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. I I definitely recommend it. Uh, okay. And finally, uh, I talked about Grime a little bit. I'm still playing it. It honestly, it's taking me longer than it should because I'm kind of stuck on this one optional boss because of the sort of build that i'm doing 
Maybe I should just skip it. But no, nah, I can't. Again, this is like a two and a half D side scroller Metroidvania Souls like game, and it's super fun because almost everything you can parry. Um, and the way the parrying system works is you absorb the enemy and it gives you, um, they call it breath. And with that, once you build up a bar of breath, you can use it to heal yourself. Um, but yeah, it's it's cool to just be able to like um, basically parry everything except for these red attacks. And right now, the reason I'm stuck on this boss is because I think all of their attacks are red, so you can't parry any of it. So I have to dodge everything, and I'm using this sort of like, uh, again, I talked about this last time, but I'm using like, instead of like the regular strength and dex weapons, I'm using this thing called Resonance, which is like this lantern that you hit it, and it builds stacks on the monster, and then you have to um, basically expend those uh, stacks to deal damage, and usually, so it's like bursty damage, and I just have to keep dodging attacks until like I can set it off and then start all over again anyways it's it's tough but it's super fun so far um very mysterious world world building's really interesting you're talking to weird rock creatures you're fighting weird rock creatures um there's some like darker areas there's some like more expansive open areas on the surface that like the background the two and a half d sort of background looks gorgeous super great game so far and i i think i got it on like Epic Games for free at some point. So you might even have it. If you have it, I highly recommend the playthrough. Um, yeah, I won't talk more about it. I feel like I should talk about it once I actually finish the damn game. But <laughs> That's really it. Nice. And stuck. It's too much to play. That's the problem. Yeah. All right. Jamie, what have you been playing lately? Oh, loads of stuff. Uh, so I have also been dipping my toe back into cyberpunk uh, because I never really got into it in the first place. So when it first came out, I played it. I got through like the first couple hours. I kind of did the open world, you know, just side mission stuff a little bit. And then I kind of bounced off of it. So I bet I've been going back and trying to uh, get back into it. I'm I'm still pretty early on. I'm like in the first like series of missions where you're you're trying to steal the the uh the thing with with the the whole heist and you're you're gonna get uh some things happen in that first couple missions that don't go the way that you'd like uh but yeah it's 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 still really good i think the the improvements they've made are pretty noticeable right from the get-go uh in, in terms of like the bugginess of the game and some other things like it's it's really been improved across the board uh, like uh, the performance of the game in general is just so much better now than it was when I remember playing it. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I'm I'm totally gonna to do a full playthrough now. Uh, I think now that they've fixed some things and uh, gone and redone the skill trees and all that stuff. So uh, my plan is to play through it and then eventually pick up the DLC uh, because I am I've been hearing nothing but good things and it's now that Dennis has also echoed that I think there's just, I have to play it so. Um, but yeah, like for me, I'm not, I'm, I'm still too early to give it a new score or anything like that, but yeah, it's definitely an improvement over what I remember it being like, uh, I definitely have been more, uh, what's the word intrigued by, by what's going on, uh, and, and not getting hung up on the, oh yeah, this is broken and this is broken and this mm -hmm. is weird. And so, so that just, just the small stuff they've done to fix the game has already like improved it so much for me that I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to go through and finish it. Um. 
I've also been playing uh, Diablo 4 again uh, because the new season dropped the other day. Uh, so I decided I'd check it out. Um, I thought the first season was fine. Uh, I didn't particularly love the, the heart mechanic that they had, the malignant hearts. Um, I thought it was kind of like I still have to pick between these things and gems, and it didn't really feel like most of them were doing anything that was very cool. Like there's like one heart that I, I know everyone fucking use, which is the heart of the barber or whatever. And, and, uh, and besides that, I don't think there was like a ton that people thought were very useful. So like everyone was using barber and then, you know, one or two other shitty ones, whatever. Uh, this one's a little different. Uh, it's based on vampire powers. So you get bit by a vampire pretty early on in the season story. And then uh, you're going through and unlocking these vampire powers, and you can level them up um, as you're playing through the season content, uh, so they get better. Um, and and the kind of the way it works is like each piece of gear that drops in the season has like one of three of these sigils on it, and you have to have a certain amount of those sigils on your gear to be able to use certain vampire powers. So you kind of got to like find a combination of of uh, of sigils on your gear to kind of to to use the power layout that you want to use uh so it's kind of cool uh keeps it and, and you can like add and remove sigils using various uh items that you can get uh so there's things that like erase the sigils on gear and then you can add new new ones um by by these drops that have like one of the three types on it so you can kind of customize yourself that way um i'm playing a rogue this season because i played a druid last season and i've already done necromancer so this is the third class i'll be leveling up um from from what i can tell already they've improved the leveling uh cadence i think a little bit um it took me maybe two or three hours of playing to get to like level 30 uh which i thought was pretty good compared to <laughs> previous runs that I've done where it's, you know, been more like six hours probably to get to that point. Um, and from what I've been hearing, uh, it's going to take about the same amount to level to 70 previously to level to 100 now. So, like, if you if you kind of petered out around 60, 70, like, you should be able to get to 100 this time with about the same amount of effort. Uh, that sounds good to me because that's about where I stopped was level 70 um, on the last season. So I think I'll probably be able to get through it this time. Uh, yeah, just just enjoying the, the seasonal story so far and enjoying the seasonal events. Um, it's just kind of all doesn't feel as grindy. Uh, the gear has been addressed a little bit where they're not just dropping like random shit on different difficulty tiers now. So like I think they've stated that on tier three you're only getting sacred items or higher and on tier four you'll get the next tier up and higher only um on on the yellow drops uh so they, they're kind of cutting out some of the the garbage that was happening where you'd get you know blues uh that you don't need and white white drops that you don't need on some of the higher tiers so you're not feeling like you're sort of throwing out as much shit uh useless useless shit um and they've also kind of like fixed some other thing like the the mount speed is increased. Uh, it's not as shitty where it's like getting stuck on things. There's just lots of little quality of life improvements that I've found so far. Uh, I know some people have been complaining that like uh, early season stuff was not working for them. I have not run into those issues. Like people have said that the battle pass stuff has not been unlocking properly. I didn't run into any of that. And 
some other smaller bugs that I've seen um, people complaining about. But for me, it's been running great, and uh, I think the the stuff they've added in this season is a little bit better than the last one. So I'm a little bit more interested in maybe finishing it, um, getting all those cosmetics and all that stuff. So I don't know. It's it's still Diablo Four, and if you're not into Diablo Four, you're probably not going to change your mind at this point. Um, I don't think the the gameplay loops drastically different from what it was at launch but i do think that if you're if your gripe with it was that maybe it was a little too grindy uh maybe go back and try it again and see if it, it feels a little bit more loot focused now um which has been kind of nice so nice. uh we'll see we'll see if that continues you know as i played it through through the season but uh for for now like the fact that i got to 30 so fast was a good step in the right direction i thought um so if i can start moving to tier three a little bit sooner and not grind on it uh to get to that point a lot longer then then i'll be nice uh but yeah so still enjoying that um <clears throat> the next thing i've been playing uh i picked spider-man miles morales back up in preparation for spider-man 2 Never got through the story. Um, I had just kind of played it and kind of bounced off of it because it was just like, okay, it's more Spider-Man, and uh, the side missions weren't particularly, you know, gripping it's like, me. Uh, it's also a very short game to play, too. Right? It is short. Um, <laughs> it is short because I, I think I started it last Tuesday, and I finished it, like, Friday or something like that. It was not oh, okay. very long. Like, yeah. it was it was like a two- or three-day turnaround for me to get through the story with most of the side stuff done. Like, it was pretty quick. Um, so, yeah, I got through it all. Uh, I think that game, compared to the first game, had a lot of nice little improvements with, like, the way they, they did, like, the powers, the tree, and everything like that. Like, that all felt great. Um, yeah. The tech upgrades and stuff they all did in that game felt good. And the the way the fast travel worked in that game uh, was decent because the the fact that the the PS5 is is loading so fast, um, you were able to pick you know any of the fast travel points and it would load pretty instantly, and that was that felt great. Um, but <laughs> but the uh, the 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 improvement just between that level of of fast travel and the new one is just bonkers to see so so yeah just i i really like miles morales uh storyline i think ends up being pretty pretty good by the end of it uh you, you know there's some it's a smaller story than the original spider-man game but it is still very good and it does give you a lot of insight into miles morales character um setting up a lot of things uh for for the spider-man 2 game uh, so I think by the by the end of it, I, I'm probably giving it an eight out of ten. It was very well done. Um, the combat was great, and everything was improved from the original. So then I finished that game, uh, and I moved on to Spider-Man Two. Uh, a lot of the stuff that uh, you already talked about, Kurt, I I agree with. Um, I think that the the overall presentation of the game is significantly improved. I think, um, and and they've added so many little quality of life improvements between like how you progress your character and and how all the little upgrades they have now like the suits all have like like statistics on it for like health and like traversal and stuff like that you can unlock that are like that are separate from like the way it looks which is good uh one of the things i didn't love about the previous games is like oh you get this suit and it's got this perk on it and then now, I guess in the second one, in Miles Morales, you unlocked the perk and you could use it on whatever. I think in the first game, you had to use the suit to get the perk, but I don't remember if that was the case. Yeah. Um, 
yeah it, it this one doesn't feel like that's tied to it at all like the suits are just cosmetic which is uh cool um i i've dug the 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 ones that i've unlocked so far and i'm, I'm excited to keep going through and finding more stuff to unlock um i've done some of the side missions in spider-man 2 and they all feel a little bit more beefy than the previous games i think like there's more of a storyline going through the side missions which is kind of cool um and I've enjoyed the ones I've played so far. I'm pretty early on in the main story. Um, <clears throat> like, I think I'm only a little bit past the first, like, major boss encounter. And then and then a couple missions past that where you're kind of getting... Still, still occasionally getting tutorials on how to use your your web glider stuff and, and how to do things like that. Um, but, but overall i think the game is improved in every way and i really like using that wingsuit the web wingsuit mm -hmm. um to, it's very to like easy to get around the city once you like find the wind yes. tunnels and all that it's that is exactly right the wind tunnels are super fun uh it's got that like Sp superman 64 like fly through the rings kind of thing going on uh but you know not sucky like superman 64 uh so it's good though it's 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 it, it adds like another layer to the traversal to kind of like get you around quick without having to make you always be swinging and always be uh, jumping. But it just feels like you can kind of just pick and choose the way you want to move around through the city and it doesn't feel boring at any time. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, they, they've also kept the, the Spider-Man app from like the last, the Miles Morales game where you're kind of be able to find crimes and find missions to do through this app. Uh, that stuff all feels really good still. I, I really just I think the game is improvement imp an improvement in most ways from the previous ones, and uh, I'm excited to see where the story goes and unlock some of these these new powers because Miles has some things going on that are giving him some different powers. I know the symbiote uh, suit is coming around at some point shortly, and I'll I'll be getting some new powers with Peter Parker as well. And they kind of give you some customization options where you can kind of pick and choose different power sets which is kind of neat so you can kind of build out a character around a particular set of moves that you want to be able to do uh, which just feels really good uh, and the combat is still tight it's like probably the best superhero game i played since like some of those arkham arkham games i think um like maybe arkham city even uh it's, it's really well done so far so i'm, I'm definitely loving it there with uh, marvel heroes uh see hmm hmm <laughs> game was really good uh <laughs> but yeah i i love it uh, i think the open world's really well done and i i'm excited to see one of the things that was really cool to me and it it happened organically uh i don't know if it was like scripted to happen particularly on this mission i'll do an aside mission uh miles just pops in in the middle of me fighting and just like teams up with me uh i don't know if this i know it happens like randomly but like i don't know if this particular side mission was scripted or not because it was pretty early on so it might have just been like oh this will happen to you so you have it always happen on this mission it just felt really cool like oh yeah shit like my my partner's here mm -hmm. uh and and fighting stuff with me and and they were just like you know talking shit with each other uh while we're fighting bad guys it was it just felt really cool like an organic uh the way it happened it was very neat uh so i'm excited to see more of that stuff happening and uh, the seamless transition between the two characters is so cool as well. Uh, it's very cool. Um, yeah, so far, I think for me, I'm sitting at like a 9 out of 10. Uh, we'll see if it stays that way as I go through the story. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely enjoy it a lot. Uh, and I am excited to keep playing it.
Nice. Uh, yeah. The last thing I've been playing, uh, I picked up Super Mario Wonder, um, and it is it is really really good. It is it is fantastic. Um, it is a two D side scrolling Mario game, uh, much like the older uh, Super Mario Brothers games, Super Mario, you know, one, two, and three, uh, and uh, Super Mario World before they went and and put everything in three D. Um, so it's it's obviously uh, animated in 3D and everything, but it's you know it's all 2D side scrolling as far as the level layout. Um, but they do some really cool things in the level design that like I haven't been ex- as excited about in a Mario game in like a really long time. Like so so basically um, the the general gist of the game is like every other Mario side scroller where you're running from left to right basically and trying to get to the end where there's a flagpole. And uh, along the way, you'll pick up either uh, some flower coins or they have these things called wonder seeds. And those are kind of like the stars in this game that you, you, uh, you're you collecting kind of like so many of these things to unlock new levels and, and stuff like that. Um, but the, the one of the things they do in the levels is they'll have these wonder seeds that you touch and it kind of changes up the level a little bit. So like... For the most part, the level will play one way, and then you'll touch the Wonder Seed, and all of a sudden, something weird will happen. So, like, in one of them, for example, uh, the flower, the piranha plants, just start coming out and singing while you're running through the level. So they'll do a little, like, mini musical number while you're playing through this little section. Uh, it's it's a little fun little change to the way the level was playing before that. Uh, another one would be, like... I was playing through a level, and all of a sudden, uh, it made stars, uh, like the superstars, rain down, and you get, you know, the superstar power up for, like, the whole time you're running through this little crazy, you know, uh, section. Uh, but it's just, it's stuff like that. It just kind of turns the level into something completely different. Like, one of them, uh, I, I touched the Wonder Seed, and it all of a sudden I was walking on the wall, like, from a top-down perspective. It was very cool. Um, so they do a lot of, like, little nice changes on the standard level design they've been doing just to kind of make things feel fresh and they do it in like every level it feels like there's there's a cool one um so the the level design in this is fantastic uh if you're into side-scrolling mario games i would say this is like up there for me with like mario 3 and mario world which are like two of my favorite games of all time like the levels are just that well done um the powers in this game that i've gotten so far have all been really cool like there's elephant power uh you know the chin or giant elephant uh they've shown that a bunch there's also like a bubble flower that you get uh that you can kind of shoot bubbles out and trap enemies in them and you can also bounce on the bubbles that you shoot out so you kind of use it to help you platform um those all feel really cool they also have fire flowers you know standard stuff um the other thing they've added in this game is this badge system so the badge system, you basically can equip one badge, and uh, it gives you some modification to the way your character moves. Um, so, for example, one of the badges, you basically can use your hat as like a parachute kind of thing, so you can kind of glide a little farther when you're jumping by pulling your hat up and, and hanging it over your head, and, and you kind of use it to float. Um other ones are like you could do a wall jump that instead of like bouncing you backwards, it bounces you straight up. Uh, they have another one where you just run constantly the whole time, uh, but you're supposed to be able to go faster with that one. Uh, another one where you get like a high jump. So there's all sorts of different ways to like modify your play style. 
um and it kind of keeps it cool and and unique and interesting and if there's like a power uh that helps you get to a particular collectible that you might not be able to reach otherwise that's that's always helpful um so you can kind of go back and replay some of these levels to try to find some of the things they've stuck hidden in there um and yeah it's just really cool and fun to explore they really fixed like some of the old like kind of things that mario games have always done with it just feel like they don't need to be in there like timers that's not a thing anymore really um so you're not timed to beat the level you can kind of take your time and explore it and pick around it and and find some fun stuff uh it's just it's just really really well done uh platforming game and i think between the animation and sound design and all the stuff they've thrown in this thing so far it's just incredibly well done um I've I've basically played through the first two worlds 100% uh, and gotten like every single secret exit and every single uh, coin that I can possibly get uh, and and I'm gonna play through the whole game and do the that for the whole thing so uh, for me I'm gonna give Mario Wonder a perfect score of 10 out of 10 it is absolutely fucking perfect it is it is the best platformer I played in a really really long time and I think if you're at all interested in those types of games you should give it a go. Well, that's I, all i've been playing <laughs> now i feel even sadder that i didn't get my review code Damn it's it. so good it is so good i've been I, obsessed with it <laughs> i might have to actually pay for it like you know yeah all right all right uh lucas oh i know what you've been playing because i just oh know yeah it. only thing i've been playing i know you know Spider-Man's dick just kind of hangs aside your face, and you're just like, hi, Spider-Man. <laughs> Besides my face, man, it's already in my mouth. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, uh, uh yeah, I've been playing Spider-Man. Yeah, right. A lot of it. How far um, are you I, in the game? So, so everybody's far in the game. They've been playing for 12 hours and stuff like that. I haven't passed the Sandman level yet. Or I passed it, and that's it. I have been last, Amazing. like, maybe, like, 68 hours been swinging around Amazing. saving people. I haven't done anything else. I haven't. I finished the Sandman quest. The map is kind of opened up for me. That's about it. I haven't done anything else just because I'm enjoying uh, being Spider-Man. Um, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy the Miles Morales parts because I'm not a fan of Miles. I uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I, I I personally am just I I don't find Miles that interesting. I think he's no more like. I think for guys like us, as we get older, as we get close to senior age, you know, we, re- we resonate <laughs> more with Peter. It's these fucking kids, and they're like, Mouth is my Spider-Man. I'm like, well, that's cool, but, you know. Yeah, you, exactly. It's you your also, Spider-Man, not mine. You, you you also use words like mid and riz, and I don't I don't fuck with that shit. So. What the fuck? <laughs> well, he's got like a freaking fat kid, freaking like you know, like kid, like hey, come on, buddy, like who the fuck is this? Yeah. Fuck off my screen. What happened to Spider Cop? Oh, just whatever. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, I quite enjoy the uh, system where they have where where you're around town and then Miles does show up. And then, like, eventually, like, you fist bump or, like, you hug each other or whatever have you. So I think that was very interactive where finally there's something like that. Um, The special moves are different. They have an equipment style and they have, like, the arm things. I honestly hate the arm things. I don't fucking understand why we need to put the stupid goddamn Marvel arm freaking mechanic thing in it. You don't need that at all. Well, you know why they put it in? Because 
Miles has these cool Venom powers, and you can't have yeah. Peter be a fucking chump with with nothing. You gotta give. Him well, something. just wait to fucking spot. Like, look, man, there's web of shadows, web of effing shadows that has Venom powers. Just wait till then. Fucking oh. Anyways, do you get Venom powers eventually? Like, like, like you yeah. did Web of Shadows? Okay, yeah. thank God. Yeah, I won't tell you at what point, but it's a little bit past no. the, the halfway mark. Like, I can't wait. Like, honestly, Web of Shadows was probably one of my favorite games of all time. It was just that good. I played the shit out of that. Like, Fair. ungodly amount of hours that you should put into a game. I did on that game. Um, but I am quite excited. Um, I'm very happy. I can't review it because, like, like literally, it doesn't matter what I review. It's going to be, like, a 12 out of 10. It doesn't matter because it's Spider-Man for me. I'm too much of a fanboy not to give it, like, an over-perfect score. Um, I'm quite happy. The graphics are absolutely amazing. The only thing I don't like is that the map exploring, because that's where I'm at right now. Um, whereas you can't get to Liberty Island still, and you can't get to, like... Some of the main staple kind of things in New York, like say, like the the Met Life Stadium, um, you can like the you can you can venture to the Avengers Tower, but there's nothing really like New Yorkish about the map so far. Like you can see the Liberty uh, Statue of Liberty, like there it is, yay! But like, but if you want to explore, you go out, and then it's like get the fuck back. Uh, the other thing I did like was the web gliding of the wingsuit. I quite like that when you're swinging around and like when you get up to a faster speed, you can get glide. I haven't found all the wind tunnels. That's something I didn't even fucking know about, uh, which is going to be neat. You can do like a, um, I think there was a little bit on the Sandman fight, which was kind of cool. Uh, what else have I thought was pretty cool so far? Uh, the combat is pretty good. Um... You can dodge easier in this game than last game. Um, I haven't fought like any hard enemies and stuff like that for as a sand people. And there's one more thing I was going to talk about, and I can't even forget remember what it was. Like at all, traversing the, the the city, I'm quite enjoying. That's why I've already spent like six. Like you guys are like, I've spent twelve hours. I've literally spent like twelve hours just traversing the fucking area. Yeah, like I, I get up in the morning, I drink my coffee, I play Spider-Man for two hours. I don't give a shit about anything else, and that's what I do. It's kind of like what I did when Spider-Man Two came out for the GameCube back back in like you know um, what's his nuts as freaking <laughs> Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Wow, I am, I don't remember people's names. I'm terrible with names, so I'm quite Toby excited. Maguire? That's it. That I know, fucker. I know you definitely didn't go get in line to play the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man game. God no, I didn't even play those <laughs> games. I don't think I did. Did they? Was there even games with those? No. I don't think so. Was there? No, I don't think so. Uh, there was oh, no, a there Spider-Man. Was, there was. I think there was both. Both of them had games. I think. Really? Fuck if I remember. Yeah, there was one that was Sam Raimi voice Spider Man. There was those games. That was the first kind of games for the PS4. I don't remember anything else though. Well, whatever. Um, yeah. I'm quite excited. Um, like I said, Spider Man Two seems to be uh, better than original. Uh, only thing I said, I don't like being forced to switch. I wish that you just play one character through, and that's it. I don't want to do the switching. I like it's even like in. The first one, which was the big, huge negative, where you had to do those stealth parts with Mary Jane and stuff like that. Oh, they're back. Like, I, 
Oh, I just yeah. are they? Oh, they're bad. Fuck's sake! But they make Mary Jane so much more badass. Than oh God, no! <laughs> just play Spider-Man. I don't understand why you can't just follow Web of Shadows of Spider-Man too, where you just play Spider-Man. I don't understand why you have to rub the cock of everything else. You don't need to have play. Like literally, you can do miles a second run, and like that's all you need to do, and that adds replay. So now you can see a second side of things. Just like Web of Shadows, where you play as evil or play as good. I, I don't understand. No. Whatever. Um, another thing, too, Spider-Man doesn't seem to be as funny as this one. So I'm assuming that's adding up to him being kind of evil-ish towards the end. So we'll see. I think so. I think yeah. definitely, like, I don't know. The humor is not... You don't get uh, Spider-Cop nearly as No, you don't get a lot of quips in this one, which I kind of don't like. I had a lot of good laughs last one. Like, it's still kind of good quips, but they're not as funny as the last version of it. Maybe people fucking whine, you fucking millennials. Fuck you. Gen Z, so that's where we're at now? Or is those the people playing new video games? No. Who is it now? I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, whoever fucking complained about that, I hate you. Anyways, that's it. I don't have any other review besides it's gonna be a perfect game, because, like, it's gonna... apparently I need to play Super Mario Wonder Ball. Yes. Yes. Land? Ball? I don't know. I have a Switch now. Well, at least I bought my girlfriend a Switch for Christmas, so yeah. Have you gotten any Pokemon games for it yet? No, I haven't done. I haven't bought a single game for it yet. I have played F-Zero, and I played a little bit of her game that she... She loves Hades for some reason. I you know what? I think Hades is a girl game. Uh, all the people that I know that play Hades, like, let, uh, play Hades, like, forever, are a lot of women. I don't know why. All the characters are super sexy. That's probably is that what it was? It's it's part of it. Horny. It's a yeah. I was gonna say, Lucas, (laughs) your girlfriend close the door when she plays Hades. I'm pretty sure she does. She does have to switch. She kind of disappears (laughs) more bit. Oh well, I think we know why she likes Hades so much. Uh, Yeah, apparently it's a vibration (laughs) mode on the switch, right? Uh, Oh jeez. I got in trouble. How do you know what we're talking about? I mean, to be fair, it's the same reason why you get those sex games on Steam or whatever. And I accidentally bought one, okay? One time. <laughs> one fucking time I bought an accidental sex game. So I wanted to play a puzzle game, but it wasn't a puzzle game, okay? I'm sure you got, like, the platinum. Sure, it's a puzzle for some people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I probably did. I don't remember. Uh, all I know is all of a sudden there's two ladies, and all of a sudden they're like, hey, let's get it on. I'm like, hey, wait, what? What's going on? Oh, no. What is happening? <laughs> what is happening? Yep. Uh, well, now I have to close the door. Yeah. I play with my Switch. Okay, I- I'm done. All right. Cool. Well, that's it. Uh, well, I know the Metal Gear Solid collection's out next week, so next time I can talk about that. Call of Duty should be out soon too, right? Yeah, know. yeah. I think it's uh, I think it's either next week or the week after that, something okay. like that. Soon. Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting to get our review codes for that, but I mean, yeah, I don't want to jinx it, but yeah, we may be talking about. No, no, it's November 10th, so I don't think. Oh, okay, no. it's further than I thought. For some yeah. reason, I thought it was like first couple days of November, but no. It's like it comes out like a week after the next time we record. So, mm. anyways. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, until next time, everybody. Bye for now.